Here's how it is. Everyone goes, Killer Mike. Oh, but Killer, and you go, what? You're fronting on LP. <laughs> Because Killer Mike is the Kool-Aid man, he busts through the door with the flash. <laughs> and then I'm the little fucking guy who's like, like the chink pants in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good though, man. I can't wait to see it. Alright, Dead in Hip Hop. Mike C-Town here with the one and only legendary El Producto, what's going on? <laughs> Chilling, man. What's happening? That show was fucking bananas. It was, yeah. It felt good, man. It felt, it felt really good. Yeah. You know, it was a big deal for us. Um, obviously, being able to play this room, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm just proud of Mike. You know, this is, I know, you know, it's important to, to be able to, to to do it big in your hometown and to show and see that kind of love. So. I feel the same way when I'm in New York and we sell that shit out and yeah. you know and we take you know take the next step up and but it was beautiful man. So much love out there, it was really cool. One thing that I definitely noticed is like you guys sold this place out. That does not happen often. How the fuck did you guys blow up that quick? Like is that is that, is that crazy to you? Nah, it, like yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, man, I mean, I don't even fucking know. All of a sudden it happened. Like, yeah. we were just like, you know, we've been grinding for the past year on this, on the last record, and like, we were touring and touring and touring, and then we started to like, see shit start to change a little bit, you know what I mean? And we would do festivals, and all of a sudden, like, it would go, like, you know, when you do a festival, there's not a guarantee that you have that many people in front of you, you right. know? So when you start, you know, you might have a thousand, you might have a couple of thousand, and we started, just like everyone else did with Run the Jewels, like, you know, two, three thousand people, and that's great, you know, but like, this last run, like before this record dropped and shit, we started, we started seeing a, a difference and a change. I think we got a reputation for having an energetic show and having yeah. a good vibe, and, and um, people started coming out, and then all of a sudden, we went from like 20,000 people every time we did this shit, and it was like, we would look at each other after the show, like, <laughs> you know, like, because you don't want to say it out loud, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Is, are we born? Like, I don't know. <laughs> are we hot right now? And, uh, I just, I'm just really grateful for it. I mean, you know, people have responded so amazingly to the record. And, yeah. And, and, and I think that's just that energy that, you know, we carried over from the first record and this one just hit hard, I think. And um, it's been incredible. I mean, we're selling out venues that we've never sold out before. We're adding second shows. You know what I mean? Shit that, yeah. shit that you hear about. Right. You know, like. <laughs> But it never really, it's just this myth until it happens to you. And it's, I'm, you know, as someone who's been in the game for a minute, like it's, it's legitimately touching to see, it's amazing. So with this new album, one thing I definitely noticed also was that there's a slightly more serious tone that I'm feeling from that. Was that intentional? I think, I think so. I think it was natural and I think it was intentional. You know, um, I think that we went into this record knowing, you know, the first one just kind of happened. Yeah, and it was yeah, just right. kind of a vibe, you know? And we didn't really have any grand plans. Um, a lot of the music that I made, um, or a lot of the music that was for that record, I made, I just already was making. You know, mm -hmm. it was like shit that I was making, maybe for me, maybe for Mike, maybe for something that, else. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I didn't really know yet, but it was all the dope shit that I kind of had mm -hmm. on stash that I was working on. And we kind of collected it and, and, and became this record. And, um, and of course there was new shit that we did too, but this one was really, really started from scratch and we really did it with like this is running this is going to be a run the jewels record so right. every beat every run, you know every moment 
was 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 made with that in mind. Brother Tools 2 happened because of the response, of mm -hmm. it, you know, in the sense that like we didn't plan it originally. We were just like, we're just doing a record and we're right. doing, and, and hey, why don't we call it Run of Jewels? Now we're a group, you know what I mean? Right. And, but along the line, somewhere along the line, we were having so much fun with the shit and the response was so good and it was so much, you know, you get addicted to good energy. Man. Yeah. When you get that at, you know, at you, you just want it more. And uh, we couldn't, we couldn't walk away from Run of Jewels, so, nor did we want to, but 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 it was like one of those things where it became very clear to us that that, that this was something special and we had to do another one. So when we did that, one of the most important things I think that we thought to ourselves was like, um, let's let's walk into this and bring a little bit more of our hearts into mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Let's bring a little bit more of, of our of our souls and, and and who we are as people. And when me and Mike do our solo records, they're they're, they're different than what what Mother right. Jones one was. Mother Jones One was a little bit of a vacation from from the seriousness of our solo records, I think. Um, and we love I love that about Mother Jewels. I still do. I think it's a great energy. I think it's it's and that, but and at, at its at its core, it's really just like our version of EPND. You know right. what I mean? But going into it again, we were like, well, if we're not doing the Killer Mike record and the LP record, then we need this to be creatively fulfilling. And we also knew. We need, like, we need to, in order to not make this just some joke, just some played out shit, we need to take the next step for the listeners, because the listeners are smart, and they want and expect you to, I think, push forward, yeah. and to make something, you know, and I do. <laughs> I expect yeah. that. You know, I grew up on records like De La Soul is Dead, and Low End Theory. You know, records that were like the second step infamous, mm -hmm. records that were the second step in the group's evolution. And while me and Mike have had a lot of time to evolve ourselves as solo artists, this is a brand new baby and we're yeah. raising it just fresh right yeah. now. And, and, right. We, and we get a chance to bring it forward and to raise it and to make it its own thing. So yeah, it was in purpose. We wanted it to have more of our souls in it because mm -hmm. um, in the in the in the historical context of the great rap um, legacies that we looked up to when we were when we were trying to do a rap group, that's what we that's what we always admired, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and I think that the fans wouldn't have reacted the way that they did if we hadn't taken that step. Your chemistry is a lot tighter on this. The first project, even though it was amazing, <coughs> it sounded like more of a project. This one sounds like this is a legitimate. Duo, like you guys are even finishing each other's sentences. Like, what is the writing process? Like, do y'all really sit down and just like trade paper back and forth? Like, how do y'all do that? Kinda. I mean, yeah. not literally paper, but right, like, right, right. we literally do sit in a room together. And a lot of the times when you hear me come in, like where you wouldn't expect me, it's yeah. because he he stopped rapping, he didn't have another line, and I was like, I got one. <laughs> We're in the same room together when we do these records. Yeah. Hanging, talking. Right. Listening, vibing out, joking, too, yeah. smoking, whatever, yeah. you know? And I think you can hear that. I think that that's something that maybe is part of the reason why people have reacted to Run the Jewels the way they have. Like, mm -hmm. cause that doesn't really happen that much anymore. You know, right. there's a tangible difference that you can really, really, really hear. And it's not like you can hear it when it's not there. It's just that you can hear it when it is there. Right. And then you look at other shit and you're like, oh, there's a difference, you right. know? And that's been something that we were serious about. Like we've never made a record where we weren't sitting in a room together just never happened. It's never been some shit where I've sent him some shit in email and told him to email me back his verse. Right. It's like, oh, when's the next time we see each other? A month? Well, then we'll, right. <laughs> then we'll write this song out, you know? Right. Um, and that's important to me because as long as I've been doing this, like, 
no matter what, the music is what I'm about. Like that's mm -hmm. the thrill for me, you know? Like that's why I do it. Yeah. Um, it's my job too, but it's not, it's not, it's not cool to me unless it's, it's, it's fulfilling that thing that the, I've been, you know, that that kid, you know, who wanted to be a rapper, I have to be that kid forever in my heart in order to maintain what I love about this music. I have to, and I have to create, I have to get that rush off of being in a room with somebody. If you're doing a group especially, you know, I came in in this industry in a group mm -hmm. and that's how we did it. You right. know, that's how Company Flow made our record. We sat in the room. Fucking, there really wasn't email. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? We would have to send that shit in the mail. Right. Uh, no, we were in the room. The music and the creation of the music and the performance of the music is what this is about. Right. And if you're lucky enough to be able to get people's attention and make money off it, great. But don't just churn out music as a function of your just desire or, or the necessity of you needing to make some dough. Mm -hmm. um, because ultimately that's just gonna fizzle out. If you do some shit that you fucking love and you can radiate that love and that can come across to people, and I, I swear I'm seeing it now and I believe it and I've always believed it and I'm seeing it being proven right that the rest will come, mm -hmm. you know? The rest will come. So since we have a very short period of time to, to, to talk to you, I have to ask, um, this is something that I've been wondering for the past 20 years. Wow. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you don't mind me asking, but you have a line where you said, <laughs> I wasn't born in Manger, but I still received three gifts. Alphabetically, this is the big just Mr. Lynn and I. Yeah. And I've been trying to figure this line out since that album came out. Obviously, B, M, I, I don't come after M. Now, this is my theory, and I just want you to tell me if I'm right. <laughs> the only thing that I could think of that made any sense was the other word for I being myself, myself coming after Mr. Lynn. Is that even close to right? No, basically. I, I, <laughs> no, but basically, it was a joke. <laughs> Fuck. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? That's basically, it? it was just obvious that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've had like serious. You know, Aileen, of course. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've had debates with people about what the but fuck. No, that but, but, like, I've, but like, <laughs> but then again, I might not be right about that. I might have justified it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I might have had like a read on me, and it might have been some shit like that. <laughs> but now that I think about it, I can't remember if it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just funny. Oh, like, we used to do stupid shit like that. <laughs> you have to understand, like, that was our sense of humor, you know? Alphabetically listed, big just Mr. Let and I, and then you just mo move on. Wow. Yeah. But I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> It was like this super deep fucking meaning, and it was just a joke. Well, but then again, just again my I may though. have been, I might just be making this up. I don't even know, actually. The, <laughs> real, the real answer is that knowing me, oh man, it's 50 50 that it was, <laughs> it was either a joke or okay. I actually had some deep ass fucking meaning right. to it that I actually, let me think. <laughs> just. Okay, hold on. Just. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, right? J okay. L, A B C D E. But you're Jamie. H I Jake. All right. Well, my last, my last nerdy rap question. Um, one of my favorite verses by you is your verse on the uh, Huzzah remix. How did you sit down to do? Uh, oh, what what even came to your mind? Like, how did you think to do the 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 the, the numeric? 
progression on that line because I didn't catch that the first probably 10 times I heard it. And then I was like, wait, that's crazy. Uh, you know, it's just sort of like, if you, if you, if you read it, you'll <laughs> notice I didn't have one in there. Uh. <laughs> because like, I didn't get to the idea until like bar number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like real shit, like yeah. okay. when I hit the two, I was like, oh, oh I could maybe oh, do man. three. You know what I mean? And then yeah, like, it just kept building. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm all in. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, you can't do two through seven. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you know. So yeah, I, I basically like, and that, that verse, I was very proud of that verse. Cause it's just one of those man. things, like it just unfolded perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I had the punchline at the end and shit. You know what I mean? I was, I was happy about that verse. I think that was one of the verses that like, I think that shit, and like the shit that I did with Das Racist, mm -hmm. and like, you know, that was like one of the verses that kind of, I think, put me back on the radar for people. Because uh, I had kind of been in the cut for a few years. Sure. And I hadn't really been like putting my rhymes on display. I had mm -hmm. been like, before I'd been, you know, producing and shit. And, but like, I kind of was become like the Def Jokes guy for a little while, where I was like a little bit more in the cut, and people looked at me as more of a behind the scenes musical guy. Even though I typically don't think of verses that way, but that was like my favorite verse that whole Thank year you. Thank that you. I'd heard just because it was just bananas to me how you laid that shit out. So, I mean, I'm, you know, that's like that's like the writer's dream, you know, like when you're in a, when you're a rapper and shit, like, yeah, you get into the zone and you're like, oh, my God, am I going to do it? Am I gonna, you know what I mean? It's like it's a puzzle. It's all a puzzle. And when it starts to click together and shit. You either you're all in. It's like mm -hmm. you have no parachute, you know. Especially when you're like, I'm writing this shit and recording it today. That's just some shit that comes. That's like one of those things where you're like, Oh God, thank God I can pull something. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it was cool. Man, I, I can't I can't say how much I appreciate you sitting down with us, man. Like, yeah, my pleasure, this man. Is super dope. My pleasure. Yeah, like, uh, missed you I've last been, time. I don't know if you remember last uh, year. Of course I remember. <laughs> Cloud video. I've seen the video. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, I mean, you know, I, I, I love, um, you know, what you guys do. And I've always, I'm very humbled and it's really cool how much love, you know, you guys give to hip hop music. And, I, and the fact that I've been a part of that and you give it to me too. And when I say love, I don't mean just unabashed love. I mean, love, like you motherfuckers love this shit, you talk about it. You know, a lot of people don't love it enough to even talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they love a moment, they love yes. a song. But you know, it's it's uh, you guys. Like I said in the last, you guys are like me and my friends. We'll sit around for fucking hours with yeah. this shit, you know, because yeah. it's, it's what we That's love. That's what it is. We yeah, it's what you do. Shit. And it's <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing, and it's an art form, and it's and it's worthy of conversation, and it's worthy of criticism, and it's worthy right. of dissection. You know what I mean? Right. And um, yeah, man. So I really appreciate you. Guys. Absolutely, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you very Absolutely. much.